Welcome to a self-published author's diary. I am Elodie Novodatsky. I write about first time, second chances, things that scare the crap out of me and things that make me laugh out loud. I'll be speaking with you and sharing my adventures in self-publishing, the behind the scenes of writing and the business side of it. And before we get started today, a small message from our sponsor, Anchor. Thanks for listening. Good morning. I actually started recording this podcast while walking Plato the dog. Only for 20 seconds though, because as I was talking to myself on the app, I was like, no, that's just, I, I just can't. So I didn't know how it was going to sound like. I get pretty animated sometimes when I talk. <laughs> and yeah, so I decided to just enjoy my walk with Play-Doh and then record this as soon as I'm back home. And I'm back home now. So good morning. Today is, I'm celebrating. I have such a huge weight off my shoulders when it comes to the French, French translation of The Leftover Bride. I had decided to have one more person reread, like when you do the last pass of a manuscript. So after the proofreader has read it, I found somebody on Upwork who's great. And I had hesitated between two freelancers on Upwork. So the way I did it is I did a short test for both of them. And then I, it was just like what they could do in terms of work during a certain amount of time. So, and, and then they would send me what they did and I would be able to compare the work of both of them. I would be able to compare a little bit the way, like what they were exactly correcting, what kind of style suggestions they were also bringing to the document. And not that many, because at this stage, it's really not a lot of changes or it, I was worried it might be, but my translator is great. The one that has actually translated the book is wonderful and I loved working with her. So as you know, if you've been listening to the previous episodes, this translation has been going through quite a bit of ups and downs because the very first uh, translator, I mean, she did, she did work that really enabled the actual translator to finalize the document and translate it but like there were the document was better thanks to her work compared to the document that she was given so her work was still very important in the process and i want to make that you know clear however it was not ready for publication after her work um so i needed a translator to really basically re-edit revise and re-edit and not just edit but actually revise and retranslate certain parts. So with that work, my manuscript is very, 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 very good. And I'm very excited about it. And then I send that for that last step because I really want to have the best manuscript possible as I always do, right? When I publish. And so I thought like, okay, well, let's have one more person. The way I would do it in English, that's the way I do it in English too. Have one more person do a last pass on the texts. Like see if maybe she catches any, any mistakes that has, 
have not been caught before and also maybe just do that one more yeah that one more pass and she is wonderful she has really made some sentences pop with just like one change of word here and there she caught a few you know spelling mistakes which have not been had not been caught before and yeah so i am and i asked her as well as i asked the other freelancer who did the test who was also very good how was the test reading um how was the text reading how is the story you know like did they get into the story right away and both of them said yes um the one who actually worked on the book has been very complimentary of the story and thinks she thinks she didn't have to say so yeah and i am very confident and very excited that's in five minutes i'm probably gonna go through a phase of like oh my god what if people don't like it but right now as i'm recording this i feel very confident in the product that i'm going to be publishing next week and amazon has been sending me emails pretty much every day reminding me to upload the file so this is what i've started doing this morning i woke up pretty early like around 5 30 and um, i started working around six and i have been you know going through the changes, communicating with the freelancer who has worked on the text to make sure like I had a few questions and then I had a few clarifications that I wanted to maybe make in addition and asked her like if that worked. I went through the text again. Um, I'm basically also formatting it as it at the same time. Like I've already formatted the chapter headings, but I want to double check also the transitions and make sure that everything is formatted the way it's supposed to. And then I am going to upload it. And I'm thinking I'm probably going to upload it on draft to digital because first of all, it's a book that's wide. I have pre-orders on Apple and Kobo and Google Play in addition to Amazon. And I want to format it in such a way so that, you know, the headings stay. And I think I had found a way to do it with draft to digital because with draft to digital, which again is a platform where you can upload your books for sale and then they distribute it to different e-retailers. They have different formatting available, which is great. Like you can just upload your Word document and they have chapter headings, they have transitions, they can do the ebook, they can do the print. And it has been so helpful and has saved me so many hours of work. But for The Leftover Bride, I do have my own chapter headings that I want to keep. And again, I think I had found a way to keep them and still get the same formatting and other flourishes that I like. So I'm going to have to look into that. And then today, this afternoon, I am uploading it. So when you're going to be listening to that podcast, all the files should be uploaded. They should be ready to go. I am excited and just relieved um, that everything is working out in the time that I had given myself. So yeah. And I'm recording the second part of this podcast in the car. So I mean, if you don't believe my ad at the beginning of the episode about Anchor makes it easy to record a podcast, here I am. I just wanted to give you a quick update. Uh, it's now 4.15 p.m. 
on Thursday and I did upload the EPUB on draft digital and on Amazon and Google Play. So I updated all the files, including with the new cover. I had my, the proofreader that I had also reread the summary of the book and she did a few, you know, changes, small ones, but makes it stronger. So I'm all for it. And it took me a bit longer because my Word document had a in three or four different areas where the, instead of going back at the beginning of the line, it had like the the indent, which it shouldn't have had. And so I had to go back to those moments. And it was very hard to tell, like in the Word document, it just showed up on the EPUB. So I amended that and amended two other ones. And then I added the table of content and the dedication. The one thing that was missing was the dedication. The copyright is already there and the back matter was already there. The copyright I had already written. So yeah, so I uploaded everything. It took me a bit longer, not that plan because it just took me a little bit longer because I was, I, I did take a short break in between. Um, the formatting is always, always very tedious. And so, yeah. It worked. It's uploaded. It's ready to go. The print version I will work in on the couple, like in the next couple of days, because I have the PDF already ready from draft to digital and the cover. It will take me probably 15 minutes to do the paperback cover. I use Canva and um, now that I have, I have everything that I need for the paperback cover because I'm using the same images as for the cover in English, the paperback cover in English. So I have already, you know, the front of the cover, but when it comes to the back cover, I already have everything I need for the spine. I have everything I need. So yeah, it's, uh, it's almost ready to go officially now that it's been uploaded. <laughs> so yeah. And otherwise I have been thinking quite a bit about my story and I have actually narrowed down a little bit what's going to happen with Roizen. So I've, I've been thinking about Aisling's story. I have not been writing it right now, but I have added a little bit of layers um, to the outline that I need to write down. And I've also thought more about Roisin's story and what's going to happen. And maybe I'm going to have them, um, I'm going to have her fake dating. So the, the tropes that I love writing, it's second chance romances. Like I love writing second chance romances. Sorka's story is a second chance romance. And in a way, Aisling's story is also going to be a second chance romance in a way, in a very small way, because she's already going to know the main character, like the, her love interest. She's already going to know him. She doesn't really know him very well at all, but she has met him. They've talked. They've done more than talking. And it was just one night in Vegas. And then she sees him again. They say maybe they're going to do another night. Maybe not. You'll see, but it will turn, of course, into a happily ever after at the end of the book. The story of Nathan of Nathan is not going to be a second chance romance, not the way I have it planned right now. 
the oh maybe it could be a best friend for Nathan like a childhood best friend I can mirror um the story of Ryan and Sorka except they wouldn't have had like anything she would have just been like a best friend and maybe they had a fling no maybe I don't know but I know who she is I just don't know what their backstory is when it comes to Royzen they're definitely not second chance but they might be fake dating and I think that's a that's a that trope the fake dating trope I've never written and I'm kind of excited about it so I'm going to do that and then Liam and Sophie the last book in the Swanscove series Liam is the eldest brother and Sophie is Sokka's best friend and it's the best friend's older brother and I was also thinking about having them she had a crush on him forever I don't know their full backstory yet because that's the last book in the series that I'm planning on writing it might be another one I'm thinking about Noah as well but <laughs> but Right now, I'm going to be focusing on Aisling's story, and I am very excited because there are more and more reviews coming in, and they're good. Like, the reviews in, for the English version of the book are very, very good. Um, of course, I've had a few people who did not necessarily enjoy all of it, especially because some, I think, thought they were going to get a sports romance but he's an injured hockey player. So this is not a sports romance. He's an injured hockey player who is about, when I'm talking about Ryan, who is thinking about what he might do if he doesn't manage to get his career back. And it takes place during the holidays. And instead of being actually on the ice, like he should be during that time of the year, there's a lot of things happening in his life that made it that he went back to Swan School. If you have not read the book yet, I'm not going to give you any spoilers. Oh, and I got two new books to read about fast releases, which is something I'm thinking about doing under a pen name, and about writing and marketing. It's by Elana Johnson, and I have not read them yet. I got them, but I'm planning on reading that on reading them. And I also signed up for quite a few webinars, like the one that you can watch replay on. So I I signed up on a webinar for. How to Drain Your Dragon, which is the dictation device, which I have. And I've used it to write three short stories. Those short stories I actually would love to get back to and turn them into novellas. They're YA books and they're YA paranormal romance books. But I'm not doing that right now. <laughs> this is not... I'm not going to start back on those short stories. I'm continuing. I'm working along and I'm working on the Swan's Cove series and the Miss Me, Miss Me Not book from the Gavert CD series. But I am taking that webinar because I want to learn more about how do some authors use the dictation device. And I've also taken another webinar on Amazon ads. So I registered again for them. I have not watched them yet. I haven't had time to watch them. But I have the replay available. And so I'm going to watch those once the Leftover Bride in French, like I have the print version, like the paperback and the hard copy ready. Then I will go back and work on 
honing my marketing and my writing and my advertising and my plans. <laughs> There's always something to learn. And it's something that I, on top of it, love doing. Thank you again so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to send me an email at authorelodinovodetsky at gmail.com. Novodetsky is N-O-W-O-D-S-D-O-G-A-Z-K-I-J. At the end of this episode, if you listen up to the end, I will add the very maybe 30 seconds of what I recorded when I was walking Play-Doh. I hope that wherever you are, you're having a wonderful day or evening or morning or night or whatever. And to all the writers out there, happy writing. And to everybody, happy, happy reading. Good morning. I am walking. I have no idea how that recording is going to be. This is my first try recording the podcast as I am walking Plato the dog. Come in. So... I have some exciting news. Okay, this is just too weird.